OTB Sports Rugby. 1 to 15, everyone's got a role to play in terms of breaking down the opposition, but it's an enjoyable attack to, to be involved in because we all like to play rugby and get our hands on the ball and stuff like that. Subscribe to the rugby stream on the OTB Sports app now. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. So the uh, the time is passing quickly. Uh, the World Cup is not quite nearly upon us, but we're getting there. Uh, Kathleen McNamee is back. Kathleen, good morning to you. Good morning, guys. With every passing week, any injury news is greeted with that, ooh, is that going to have an impact on the World Cup squad? Uh, but also with every passing week, some players are returning to fitness and getting game time and going, well, you know, remember me? I'm, I should be in your team. So um, for newcomers to this slot, how does it work? Uh, so we've updated a little bit for this week. So this is my, what I would say is my starting squad and then also who I think is going to make the squad in general. Few changers, few movers, a uh, little bit different to last time where I, if I, if the 1-11 to 11 I had picked last time was a starting squad, it would have been a very interesting squad. Uh, but yeah, so we have our starting team and then, I don't know, there's, you say about people getting playing time. This has kind of been one of the issues and probably why this is a bit more of a educated look at the team than the last one we did because I actually got to go out to Spain and see the team playing because there's quite a few of these players who aren't playing for their teams at the moment, uh, which makes Vera Powell's life very difficult and mine very, very difficult <laughs> doing this lot. So this isn't, you're not picking Vera's team, you're picking your team? Is that, is that fair? Yeah, it's. I don't think this is how Vera is going to set the team up. But if I had my ideal world, this is kind of what I would like to see from the Irish team. All right, let's let's be having you. So Courtney Brosnan in goal. I don't think there's really any questions there. Backline: We have Eva Mannion, Louise Quinn, Nifahi, Megan Campbell. Midfield: Heather Payne, Rusha Liljohn, Megan Connolly, Katie McCabe, and then up front we have a bit of Kira Carusa and also Denise O'Sullivan. Okay. So Katie McCabe's on the left wing. You've got yeah. four at the back. Yeah, so Vera prefers a five at the back a lot of the time. Uh, and I don't know, it's like what we saw last week with Spain was that, again, defensively, we're very, very strong. We were putting a lot of balls up to Heather Payne up top, who is like a very good runner, but doesn't necessarily have a great shot on her. So I feel like there's other places where she could perform well for this team. Um, and at midfield, it was very difficult for us to really get the ball at all. So this is why I've kind of went for a little bit of a, a stronger set in the middle. What was the reaction in uh, in Spain, in Marbella, to the Megan Campbell long throw-ins? I'm sure not everyone there had, had maybe seen her before. It was quite funny because I think the owners of the stadium were sitting just in front of me and it was the first time they'd ever seen it and there was literal gasps and like, ooh, whatever she did it the first time. And there was very few people in the stadium and anyone who was there was Irish and everyone was just very entertained by their reactions. Um, we should absolutely stop doing it until actually the World Cup right so well, in the two friendlies against America don't do it once yeah mm. this is what I was going to say because she was asked about it just before the Germany game and she was saying yeah it is something we're working on and yes people do know that it is one of our I suppose skills that we have in our bag of tricks but like China defended against it very well and it wasn't all that difficult for them either so like People definitely know we do have it there. And I just wonder what would the reaction be if she went up and maybe took a short throw in and changed things in a little bit just to give that element of surprise or at least tell teams every time you see Megan Campbell going to the line, it's not definitely going to be a long throw in. You can't really, you can't really prepare for, even if you know it's coming, it's tough to, to practice defending that. Like it's, it's, the trajectory is so 
fierce. All it needs is a, a touch from the opposite. From we, the, need, we need a Rory Delap, Megan well. Connolly <laughs> mashup where they actually speak to each other on this show. That's our. That's oh, yeah. our. We need to get that sorted in the next couple of weeks to be like, here, listen, because there was a point where it becomes there's just like as you say, like I'm interesting to hear China were able to do that. Um, how often did it happen, and what was the? I think she did it about three or four times during the game, but like it was just, it was very simple defense in the end from them because all they had to do was just pack out the box, make sure any of the players who you were likely to go through. So if she was trying to aim it for Louise Quinn's head, say, all they had to do was put an extra player on her. And they were very physical in fairness, China, so they were quite good at that sort of box defense. Right. Um, but. I, even in the WSL, the few times she's used it, like not that I haven't been playing the last couple of weeks because it's been an international break. But before that, you can see teams are slowly coming around. Like initially, when they came up to the WSL, they did find it hard to defend against it. But I feel like people are slowly. I think getting, the thing is the thing to do not just to like throw it at the goal and hope yeah. someone gets a touch. Just get well, the touch. last time we tried that, she did actually score a goal. But on. that was the problem. Nobody got a touch. Yeah. Now, like if if the preordained here is like just get any yeah. any owl touch on us. Is, is it treated like a corner by Vera? Pa- like do do they what just leave two players back, two or three players back, and just swarm the box? Is that how they approach well, it? Well, see, this is the kind of issue with it because it is treated like it's uh, a way for us to score rather than developing say our attacking players and that's why this team is slightly more attacking than like I imagine Vera Powell would set us up that she treats it like a set piece and that's generally how we are most likely to score and it's something that's probably not going to suit us all that well when we actually get to the World Cup Um, so generally she aims it for a player like Louise Quinn who can jump up and head it into the net. It's not really ever one that's aimed for people's feet because I think, A, that's a lot easier to defend against and B, it just leaves a bit of a scramble in the box rather than, you know, if we have a free kick or a corner where we know we have those aerial players who are quite good. You had Kira Carusa in your starting team. She got a deadline day move to London uh, from Denmark, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Interesting enough pick. Yeah, so I was a little torn on this. So the options were kind of Kira Carusa, Amber Barrett, or Leanne Kiernan. Uh, and Emma and I were actually talking about this outside just before we came in. And I was saying that if Leanne Kiernan was fit, I would probably have her in that position because I think she is one of the few out and out strikers that we actually have in the Irish team who can get goals. She was doing it for Liverpool in the championship last season. Before she got injured, she was doing it for them in the WSL. Obviously, she has been injured the last couple of months and had a couple of setbacks. So playing time is going to be a bit of an issue. And also Vera Powell doesn't really fancy her, even when she has been fit. She rarely makes it into the team, which I've always found really interesting. Um, But what I like about Kira Carusa is I think she has the work rate of uh, Heather Payne. She's very good on the ball. She's a little bit more physical than Heather Payne. Um, She has that sort of temperament that she's played in the US. So she has that level of athleticism that maybe some of the players who've only played here and in Europe don't. And also she has a shot. Um, and I think sometimes we forget about her a little bit because she did play over in Denmark for those few years and then she was over in the US. So she's not always top of people's minds. Do you think she's going to start? Um, no, I think um, I think she will. Vera Powell will probably stick with Heather Payne up there. Okay. Even though I don't agree with it. Okay. I don't think it's her most or her best position. She's uh, Vera Powell is not going to 
pick four at the back either, is she? No, she's going to go five. Okay. She, she, like, she's never changed that. That's always been her go-to. Even when she says she's lining up before the back, it still ends up with being five. So of your team, of your starting 11, what is the number of those who will start in the opening fixture in the World Cup? Everybody assuming fitness um, against Australia. Uh, I think the majority there is probably like, I really think that will be our back line. I think Eva Mannion showed. So Eva Mannion is actually playing centre back. Yeah. Right. Well, I think she, like she showed against Spain or against China that she has that level of being able to hold onto the ball in, if she's in a corner, in a tight corner against the line, she can actually hold the ball and move away from the player rather than just kicking it out. And I think that's something we miss sometimes in our back line. Um, I think Heather Payne will move up front. Uh, uh, I think Rusha, if she stays fit and she gets a few more minutes, definitely will be in there. Megan Connolly, I would love seeing back in midfield. I don't think she's great in defence and I also don't think that she herself really likes playing there all that much. I talked to her a bit about it last week in Marbella. Katie and Denise are obviously surefires. Other players that might get in, Lily Ag maybe for Rusha, if she's not fit enough. Um, and apart from that... okay. I mean, I, I think it's a pretty set team. This is our thing that like our starting 11 doesn't actually change around too much. Um, it's more just when you go down the list a little bit, there's not maybe a massive amount of depth. Okay, so y- you've picked your bench and the rest of the squad who will go to the World Cup in your view, right? Um, are there any controversial omissions from this bench? Um, not massively, I don't think. I mean, one of the players that dropped out from uh, my last, or one of the players I brought in is Claire Walsh, who plays in Glasgow. Um, so she's a defender, and I think she's an interesting player. She is a bit like Aoife Mannion in the sense that she's quite good on the ball, a sort of player that has a bit of pace and can actually play out from the back. Um, and I actually, when I hadn't included her last time she was on my maybe list um, but I just hadn't watched a whole lot of her um, Marissa Shiva is possibly a controversial inclusion I thought when she first came on last week she was nervous for the first couple of minutes but she was just so pacey and she had a lovely turn on her when she was on the ball that was kind of like one of the players that when we were talking about earlier if she makes a squad, maybe some people will feel aggrieved by. I don't think, you know, Aoife Mannion, it's hard to debate her getting a place there, whereas Marisha Shiva, I think people may feel a little bit uh, annoyed at a player like her, unless she proves something. There is still a couple of international windows for her to prove something. And we're playing the US next, which is where she has plied her trade. So maybe Good opportunity for somebody to make an impact in those two games. If you play well in those two games, it's going to be hard for Vera Pau to ignore your claims for a place at least on the plane but also maybe potentially for a a place in the team yeah like I think a place in the team is going to be difficult at the moment unless it is someone gets injured in that starting 11 that's there like I think a lot of those players are pretty set on again maybe Lily Ag or someone could also make a claim but maybe in defence maybe there might be a little bit of room there But I think the thing about this team is that, like we were saying earlier, it's very difficult to actually move players around because so many of these players have been stalwarts for so long and it's very hard to leave any of them out. And to make that claim, you do need a certain level of really, really playing well. 
Uh, and I think it was interesting actually with Eva Mannion after she played last week. She got her first start for United in like since last February was the last time she played proper minutes with them. And uh, Mark Skinner was saying after the game that was partly because of how she played for Ireland. So Grace, yeah, yeah. Okay, so on your bench, you've got Liliag, Amber Barrett, Marissa Shiva, Leanne Kiernan, Jamie Finn, Anya Gorman, Claire Walsh, Lucy Quinn, Chloe Mustaki, Diane Caldwell, Grace Maloney and Megan Walsh. Who's not on that bench that is in potential selection area? I think you probably have to look at some of the WNL players. Um, your likes of uh, Jesse Stapleton, again, still quite young. Uh, Abby Larkin, I did have my first squad, but I saw her play last week and I wasn't massively impressed. Now she is still very young, she's only 17. But it felt like every time she did something kind of relatively small or relatively normal on the ball she was getting a massive amount of encouragement from the team and she looked like she needed that massive amount of encouragement from the team Um, because there wasn't that many people in the stadium you could actually hear what the players were saying very very clearly so that's why she dropped out I think Isabel Atkinson if she gets a bit of time could also be in a shout Um, and then of course you have the likes of Keira Grant Rihanna Jarrett if she does something for Wexford if she gets back into her scoring form could also be there but I think outside of those it's going to take either a big push or else someone else coming in from okay. that we don't know of that has an Irish passport Is there any rumours of that stuff? I mean obviously they say they're continuously looking to improve is there an expectation that Yeah we so there's uh, John Fallon and the Examiner reported last week that there's two other players that Vera Powell is looking at Megan Finnegan who is a defender with Everton, and also Sophie Whithouse who's a goalkeeper with Lewes in the championship so interesting that a goalkeeper is being looked at because we probably would have thought that those three were pretty set on but also Grace Maloney and Megan Walsh haven't been getting a lot of time this season uh, although Grace Maloney was the penalty hero at the weekend for Reading in the FA Cup when they knocked out Tottenham so she could be on her way back So you take her on at the end of extra time in a World Cup game just for the shootout is that what you're saying? No, I'd leave Courtney there. <laughs> I think Courtney has proven that she is good enough to be there, even if she's not playing with Everton at the moment all that much. Kathleen, good stuff. Thanks a million. Thank you. That's uh, Kathleen McNamee giving us uh, her power rankings ahead of the Women's World Cup. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. 